Second Peter chapter one. I'm beginning to read verse one, please. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith, with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According to his divine power has given to us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Wherever I given to us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I ask you in Jesus' name, bless each one who's come tonight. We thank you for your blessings this morning and the people that we talked to, Lord, that got blessings from your word today. We ask you to bless again in Jesus' name. Amen. I always try to speak to somebody I don't know if they come. And a young lady was here this morning, and I went over to her and asked her, did she know she's saved? She said, yes, sir. And she told me she got saved here. (laughs) And I I could not remember if she did or not, but I wanted to know. But she said, you know what, preacher? I get such a blessing from just being here every time I come. And that's great, isn't it? But I, I got to thinking this afternoon as I studied I, I like to read about the promises that God has given to us out of His Word. And look at verse 4 with me, if you would. Wherefore are given to us exceeding great and precious promises. Now, before we get into the promises God has given to us in His Word, there are some things we need to remember about these promises. Number one, uh, we must read and study the scripture to know God's promises before we can claim them. So we got to study the Bible. Number two, we must believe God's promises. We must take God at his word. And then number three, we must study God's promise to see if there's any special conditions to be fulfilled before these promises can be ours. Number four, We must remember God's promises are only to those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Only saved people can have these promises. Number five, you must remember God's promises are signed and sealed and guaranteed to us by God himself. And so when you think about the promises I'm going to talk about, they're precious to us. Amen. Number one, God promises about worry and anxiety. Psalms 27 verse 14 said, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and you shall strengthen thy heart. God promises to take care of us. Amen? And I believe that. And you know what I've learned? Don't have to worry. You can stay up all night if you want to and worry over something. Don't help one bit. But if you put it in the hands of the Lord and ask Him to take care of it and look in the Bible and take His promises. I like Matthew chapter 6 where He said, I take care of the sparrows. I take care of the birds, I take care of the lilies, I take care of everything else. Don't you think I can take care of you? And I believe that. Amen? And so so it's foolish for us to sit around and worry about everything in the world. Number two, God promises of eternal life. 
in 1 John chapter 5, verse 11, 12, and 13, he talks about these things are written unto you that believe. And he, he tells us that we can know by these things <clears throat> that are written. We can know that we have eternal life. So uh, don't tell me you can't know. In John 3, 16, for God truly loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I like that word, have. And I know I got eternal life through Christ Jesus. John 3.36 He that believeth on the Son has, that's a now possession word, everlasting life. So we can have everlasting life. Romans 10.9 If we'll confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. All these are precious promises. And I got in my Bible several years ago and wrote down 123 verses. That, how, that God made promises in the Bible that we can have, know that we can have eternal life. So God promises eternal life, and we can know we can have it. Number three, we have the promises of God loving care. We all wonder sometimes if anyone cares about us at all. And, uh, but it's a wonderful comfort to know that God cares. Psalms 91, verse 11 and 12. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Amen. Second Timothy 2.19 Nevertheless the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. First John 4.10 Herein is love, not that we love God, but he loved us and send his son to be the perpetuation for our sins. Romans 8, 31, 32, 1 Peter 5, 7, talks about casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. So you see, if God loves us, and if God forgives us for our sins, then we ought to cast all our care upon him and depend on God to take care of us, period. And then uh, thirdly, we have the promise of God answering our prayers. Prayer means coming to God because of His promises. I was studying last night about this matter of prayer. And I think I learned something uh, several years ago, but I, I learned some more about it last night. Did you know how to pray? If you pray in God's will, you can have the assurance that God will answer. And, and I've thought about that a great deal. You pray for somebody to be saved, that's God's will. Amen. You pray about somebody is sick and God taking care of them, that's God's will. He takes care of His own. So there's a lot of things that we know is God's will, and if we pray for those things, we know that we can have our prayers answered. John 15:7. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done. And Luke chapter 1, verse 37. For with God nothing shall be impossible. Boy, I love that. God invites us to come to Him in prayer. Hebrews 4.16 Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Then I love this promise, Isaiah 65, verse 24. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Isn't it wonderful to know God loves you? And God invites you to ask Him. And God invites us to hear and that He will hear us. 
I wouldn't want to be alive in this world today if I didn't know that I couldn't pray and I couldn't depend on God to hear me. Amen? And it's just that simple. I'm not strong enough. I, I, I rest in the Lord. And I rest in the, God's hands. Here it is then. God promises great and mighty things, and He will do them. But who are these promises for? Now listen to this. The Bible makes it very clear God loves His own. And God's own are those who are by His by his, by faith in Jesus Christ. So if you're saved, if you're a child of God, if you've been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, then you can claim these promises and many more are given in the Bible like them. He'll take care of your worries and, and your anxieties. He'll give you loving care. He'll answer your prayers. He'll give you eternal life. And I haven't even mentioned God's promises of peace. God's promise of knowledge and wisdom. God promises about temptation. And you can go on and on. And what I'm trying to say is God is good. Amen. And the simple fact is, let's look at verse 4. Whereby are given to us exceeding and great promises, that uh, by these you might be partakers of divine nature, having escaped the corruptions in the world through lust. If we could just relax and claim the promises of God, we wouldn't be so anxious running to and fro. I wish I could remember the little poem uh, that Dr. McCormick said uh, one time that the little sparrow said uh, these human beings that's not having a heavenly father like you and I. And he's talking to another bird sitting there and uh, he said my heavenly father watches over me and they run to and fro and yet a little bird knows God takes care of him. Amen. I, I love to watch animals. I really do. I got I got one of the strangest things over at my late property you ever seen. I got a two rubber uh, Canadian geese sitting out there by the edge of my lake. And there's six real Canadian geese flew down from Canada. And they all go back in the summertime. But this one dummy, he said, I ain't flying back and forth no more. In about six years, he took them home right there with the other two. And you know he won't leave those other two rubber geese. He stays right there with them. And God watches over him. And you, you look at that crazy thing, and he's fat, and he's took care of and God watches over him. And I say to men and every one of us, if God can take care of that crazy goose, he can take care of you and I. Now, the funniest thing i ever seen, I, I got a fellow that drinks quite a bit at most of my yard every once in a while. And he was mowing my yard one day, and he went around, and he come back, and he said, Preacher, those are rubber geese you've got out there. Those things are not real. And he went back around, and that other goose flew in and lit by him. And he'd come around, and he'd holler, Oh, Lord, help me. I'm having a heart attack. Oh, Lord, help me. He said, One of them geese moved. <laughs> I never will forget that crazy thing. <laughs> but uh, isn't it something to watch? Watch the animals and the birds and the flowers and everything else, how God takes care of. And we run about and fret ourselves and everything in the world and don't realize God can take care of us too. You know what I like too? God don't have to just reach down and touch you. He can use doctors. And He can use other ways of taking care of you. And He can touch men's heart to take care of you. And you don't have to worry about everything in the world. Just relax. Relax. 
And I, a person, my doctor asked me the other day, uh, one of the funniest things I've help, had happened lately. And when I went in to get uh, for my voice, I had stuck a, a, a little board in my hand, and it went pretty deep. And so my doctor looked at that, and she's a lady, and she said, Oh, I'm going to get to do sutures today. And she sewed up my hand. But uh, while they're doing that now, I, they, they set me up on the table, and somehow or another they pulled up my pants leg, and they looked at my legs, them three doctors, and they said, Man, wish we had legs like that. <laughs> they ain't never seen the sunlight. And I laughed at her. And you know what? I thank God for my doctor. I really do. She takes care of me. And I don't take that for granted. Uh, I don't take it that, that that doctor just happened along. I think God sent her in my life to take care of me. And you know what she asked me? She said, what do you contribute of God uh, being living as long as you have? I said, I don't worry about everything in the world. I learned to trust the Lord. Just trust the Lord. And uh, believe it or not, He takes care of me. And she said, I can see that. And it, it, it's, it wouldn't it be good if every child of God would glorify God and say, Lord, I just trust you. Amen. Because there's somebody watching you all the time. And when you get anxious and everything else, uh, that ain't pleasing to the Lord. So you got to relax and just put your hands in the Lord. Amen. Trust Him. He'll take care of you. And I like to get in the Bible. When I get uh, anxious about things, uh, I look up what promises God has made to me concerning that very thing that I get anxious about. <laughs> and I always find a promise in the Bible that God says something about that very thing that you're concerned about. And He said, I got it took care of. And here's something too. Nothing ever slipped up on God. Nothing. He knew it before it was ever come to pass. So He can take care of it. Amen? Glad I'm saved tonight, aren't you? Stand with me, please. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, Good to be your child tonight. Good to know you as our personal Savior. But dear Lord, it's good to live the Christian life also in this crooked and perverse world that we can learn to trust you and know we're all going to be okay because you are our keeper. Somebody tonight maybe just needs to learn to trust you, Lord, and not worry so much. And what a life it would be to ease the, the place where you say, that you want your children to have joy in this world. That's what it's about. Bless us, we pray now. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's sing just a verse, if you would, please. Page 383, Jesus painted all. I love that song, amen.